Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to Way to Freight. My name is Trey Swanson, and I cover the dirty tanker market here in the Americas for Argus. Today, we'll be examining why tanker rates from the U.S. to Europe are down, despite rising demand in Europe for WTI. I'm joined by my colleague from the crew team, Calder. Yeah, hi, I'm Calder Jett. I'm an associate editor covering U.S. waterborne crude. Thanks for being here, Calder. Let's go ahead and just jump right into it. So we know that ever since the conflict between Russia and Ukraine began, and then the resulting EU and G7 sanctions that began last December, we knew that once that started happening, that European refiners would have to source their crude from farther afield. We saw a little of this before the sanctions, but we've really seen that accelerate since then. And Calder, just tell me what you're seeing regarding WTI in Europe this summer. Yeah, sure. So U.S. crude exports to Europe hit a record high of 2.2 million barrels per day in July. That was up from 1.9 in June and about 1.5 million barrels per day uh, a year earlier. The recent increase in shipments has happened as a result of the latest production cuts by OPEC Plus members Saudi Arabia and Russia. Saudi Arabia cut 1 million barrels per day of production in July and has since extended those cuts through August and September. This has made heavier and sour crude grades across the global market more expensive. So we actually see medium to heavy sours trading at premiums to the respective light sweet grades in their regions. So one example is the North Sea medium sour grade Johan Sverdrup, which hit a $3.50 barrel premium to North Sea dated in July. So as a result, European refiners have increased their diet of U.S. light sweet crude, hence the aforementioned record high in U.S. exports to Europe. So you'd think more U.S. crude to Europe would result in higher freight rates along the eastbound uh, Atlantic trade route, but uh, this hasn't been the case, has it, right? No, no, not at all. So, as you mentioned, with these production cuts and that more sour coming off the market, we're seeing now for the first time since sanctions took effect, uh, Euros is over the G7 price cap of $60 a barrel. This happened first uh, July 12th and then again July 18th, and it's stayed above that ever since then. So now, all of a sudden, the ships, uh, ship owners who want to use Western insurance to haul Russian crude can no longer do so. And if they do break the, those those rules, then then they will not get access to those services for three months total. So what we're seeing now is Aframaxes that were primarily hauling Russian crude from the Baltic and Suez Maxes that were hauling Russian crude from the Black Sea are now repositioning into other trades. And that's kind of spreading into the other regions that is weighing on rates. So while the Baltic Black Seas are not geographically exactly close to the U.S. Gulf Coast. Freight rates are bogged down, nevertheless. And this is happening at a time of seasonally low demand, but this is just really putting extra uh, downward pr pressure on the rates. So ever since Euros topped the price cap, we had Suez Maxes and Aframaxes fall about 40%. Aframaxes for the uh, 90,000 ton cargoes from the U.S. to Europe were down to about uh, 261 a barrel. And Suez Maxes were down to about uh, $1.61 a barrel. VLCCs have been pretty much unaffected so far. It's, VLCCs were not really used or are not really used in, in the Russian crew trade. But we are seeing now that some of these ships, these Aframaxes, these Suez Maxes that were hauling Russian crude under the price cap, you know, so fair game, legal, they've now 
moved over into the Atlantic and into the Gulf of Mexico. So now there's just an excess tonnage uh, that's putting downward pressure on these rates. And it will be kind of interesting to see uh, how quickly these ships are hired because a lot of charterers, not all of them, but a lot of charterers do have clauses uh, requiring that the ship not have carried any Russian cargo on its previous three voyages. So while these ships are available, they're not necessarily uh, being hired right away. But that's one thing to watch for as, as long as yours is over $60 a barrel. But now we are seeing, though, that that freight is starting to kind of trend upward here uh, toward the end of August. Um, pretty common to see that start to pick up as we get closer to winter. The fourth quarter is usually like a very strong season for, for tanker rates. But as you mentioned, Calder, Saudi cuts and Russia cuts and in September are pretty much effectively capping any September rally, uh, barring something kind of substantial uh, otherwise happening in the market. So we're seeing Aframaxes and Suezmaxes stay down low. They've bounced back slightly, but they're still at down near these 15-month lows. So with these freight rates pretty low, are you seeing any developments, Calder, in the price of U.S. crude? Yeah, so while we've seen freight rates down, uh, there's been a rally in the price of WTI loading at the U.S. Gulf Coast on an FOB basis and on a delivery basis to, to Europe. Despite the higher FOB costs, the arbitrage to Europe has remained wide open on paper, partly as a result of the lower freight rates mentioned by, by Trey. Uh, this is providing plenty of incentive for traders to buy on an FOB basis and sell on a delivered basis to Europe. And we are seeing prompt loading U.S. cargoes getting bought up at a faster rate um, as a result. So U.S. producers are not only benefiting from the shortage in the crude market in terms of the price they're able to get for their product, they're also benefiting from the glut of freight capacity that has migrated towards the U.S. crude trade because of uh, the G7 price cap. Well, that's about all the time we have for today. Thank you, Calder, for for talking with me and for, for providing your insights here. Yeah, of course, anytime. Yeah, that that does it for us here on this episode of Way to Freight. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.